Alrighty, everyone, welcome back. Devil's Army cast. We are back after a, a week off, I think. Yeah, about I believe that it was long. a week off. So, uh, the duo is here, as always, James and Chris. What up? We got episode 49 on tap for you all today. Uh, this one will be a, basically a playoff preview, full playoff preview. And this is going to be the episode before we really go in in depth to the Devil season review. That's going to be a whole totally different episode. That's going to be hopefully dropping a week after this one drops. Mm. So that's how the schedule's looking like. Episode 49, only one player in Devil's history is wore jersey number 49. Chris, any ideas? I, I don't know off the top of my head. Joey Anderson. Joey when Anderson. Up, it was like a recall number type yeah. deal. So, uh, yeah, it's your only jersey number 49. Um, alrighty. Yeah, I think that's all the intro shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Today we're recording this on May 15th after game one of the Capitals Bruins. First game of the NHL playoffs. And we get. Well, we already game. made our picks before the game started. We did. We discussed. For the um, series. Yes, we did. That's correct. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Yeah, I told you guys about the housekeeping. This this will be a uh, preview or a playoff preview predictions episode. We'll have the Devils full on season recap the following week. As for content on our socials and our website, Devils Army Network, we have well Article One of my individual Devils defenseman grades dropped on Friday. Part Two of that will be out on Monday, and then later in the week we're going to have two articles drop in a Part One and Part Two. Another writer that does good work for us is going to drop um, ranking devils rookies and first year players by performance those articles will be out next week as well so stay tuned to our page we're just starting to get cranked up on off-season stuff a lot of good stuff coming your way gonna be a busy off-season for sure Mm -hmm. okay getting into it now devil season as you know came to an end for y'all that don't know, they finished the season 19-30-7. and seven. Not ideal. But when you think of it, Chris, it's actually how I – not like that record specifically, mm-hmm. but um, I had them finishing seventh in their division. I think you did too. Yeah, I think I had them right around the uh, the bottom, although I think uh, – You had the Rangers yeah, finishing the Rangers last, last, right? I had Buffalo. Yeah, yeah you had Buffalo. I know I had Buffalo. So I think I, I had those two. Yeah, I figured Buffalo would take at least some step forward. I think I had them right in front of the Devils, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, sorry, Buffalo fans. It's uh, <laughs> That would be a good episode. Uh, go back to how our uh, – we probably should have done this for this episode, but go back and see how our predictions were from when we predicted the season, like before the season. Mm-hmm. And compared to now, it's crazy how many episodes we've had out and how long yeah. we've been doing this already. I but, think um, I predicted like the Flyers being in and the Penguins being out, and I was wrong. Yeah, massively. I think I predicted the Flyers being in and the Islanders being out. So I think that's where I screwed up there. But anyway, uh, Devils with the Vancouver Canucks victory today over the Calgary Flames, I think they beat. Mm-hmm. The Devils are officially locked into the fourth lottery slot. They have a 19-point... Do you know what? I, I, this is per Tankathon. They do great work. Website yes. NHL Tankathon. I'm looking at it. They have a, a so they could either pick one, two. If they win the lottery, they could pick one or two. And there's a 19.1 percent chance of that happening. Or they could pick four. That's if no one jumps them. They don't jump up. Mm-hmm. Everything stands packed, which very rarely happens. Or they could drop to five or six because the most a team or 
the most teams could jump up. Only two teams could jump up. They're only pulling two lottery balls this year. It's a new rule. Yep. So Devils could either pick one, two, four, five, or six. I believe that draft lottery is... It's in June. Beginning of June, end of June, I forget. Yeah, we but, talked um, about it last episode. June. So that, that's your little draft lottery outlook. 9.5% so, chance at number one overall as well. And definitely want to pay attention to the Islanders throughout the playoffs. We would love for them to lose in the first round. Yes. So right now that pick is slotted at 21. Um, I think that's where that's going to stay unless the Oilers kind of – no, the Oilers won't be able to get less points than them because they're still technically – are the Oilers one of the teams playing? I'm I'm still lost. They played today. They beat uh, Vancouver, I'm pretty sure. Well, Vancouver won today. Oh, Vancouver won. Oh, I'm, I'm misread yeah, it. Yeah, because then. that's how the that's how the Devils uh, locked up. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I was trying just to figure out. So uh, the Islanders pick slot in at 21. I'm pretty sure if they lose, that's where that pick would be, unless Montreal, St. Louis, Winnipeg, or Nashville win their first round game, uh, first round series. Mm-hmm. So as of right now, it's sliding at 21. Go Penguins. Yes, yes. Penguins is who they're playing. Which is a very oh, favorable matchup for Pittsburgh. Like I yes, said, the, the I Penguins, for some reason, have played the Islanders very well the entire season. So, and the Islanders are not as – yeah their their system and goal pending, like that's their whole thing. And this year they started to – like there was a chance. It wasn't really a real chance, but the Rangers were creeping up on them a little bit. Mm-hmm. At some points, uh, the Islanders aren't what they usually are. But, I mean, yeah. I say this all the time. They end up proving me wrong, but we'll see. Yeah, they were um, strong against a bunch that, of teams. But, yeah, Pittsburgh was the one team that was a thorn in their side all season. So not a ideal matchup if you're an Islanders fan round one. But we like yeah. it. We do. Another thing to keep your eye on is the Oilers. They play Winnipeg. The Devils own the Oilers' fourth-round pick in 2022. If the Oilers were to defeat the Winnipeg Jets in a series, that 2022 fourth-round pick would upgrade to a 2022 third-round pick. So go Oilers. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Connor McDavid doing Connor McDavid things. Man, the season was historic for him. Gretzky called it. Uh, yeah, that was that was cool to see. He hit the 100-point mark. He got more than 100. What did he finish with? Not, I te- technically, they're still playing, right? Yeah, I'll look it up real quick. But, um, yeah, Connor McDavid passed the 100-point mark over a 50. So there are 55 games, so they have one more. Uh, oh, my goodness. So <laughs> 55 games played 104 yeah. points for McDavid. He has That's 105. unreal. According to uh, NHL.com, he's got 105. So we probably had a point today. So that yeah. today was their last game, and he finished with 105 points Put over 56 games. Second is Dreisaitl with 84. So second place is 84 versus 105. The next person in third is Marchand with 69. Unreal. Yeah, so doing a little, uh, doing a little math here for you all. Um, uh, what, what, would, what would it work out? to be over an 82 game pace 104 what's that turn out to be um let me see 104 times hang on i got it i think there's a 52 155 155 yeah so it'd be 155 point pace over a 82 game season when's the last time we saw someone put up 155 points in a single season it's been a while right yeah like the Lemieux days or probably maybe. like back um, then. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, 
just insane. And they also have Hockey Reference has a tool where it like normalizes because you know how back then there wasn't a lot of goaltending defense was really lackluster and it was just yeah. a ton of points being scored. So I don't know how they do it, but Hockey Reference kind of has a tool that normalizes like the playing Decades, environment yeah. across the years. And this season was the second most highest in terms of any season ever scoring pace. So you keep in mind when Gretzky had a season where he put up 200 plus points. Yeah. Supposedly, according to this tool, this season regularized. If McDavid played back then and put this type of season up, he would register over that 200 point mark, which is just unreal. Yeah. Um, now, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer or whatever, but how much do you think it has to do with him playing in probably the weakest division in hockey? <laughs> you know? I mean, it certainly helps, but at the end of the day, you still have to not only put the puck in the back of the net, but have just the hockey IQ and the awareness to find your guys in prime scoring positions. So, I mean, yeah. the, the no, dude, I, saying yeah. elite is basically like an understatement. He, he, he may be the best player of this generation. Um... I, I think and, so. And, and I, I think I may even say like better than Crosby. You know, I, I would I would give him the edge over Crosby, even though Crosby has the cups. I mean, if you're talking about an individual player, yeah, he's he's that good. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I mean, I don't want to jump the gun mm-hmm. too soon, but I, I think the way just watching that kid on a nightly basis, something that. Uh, his defense is always what people rag on. It did improve this year. It's still not like what you want to see. Crosby's a most a better defensive yeah, player. Yeah, I mean, is more complete. Yeah, but I mean, this, putting points up wise, no one compares to Connor McDavid that's currently playing in mm. the league uh, right now. So, all right, that, that's kind of Boston Matthews scored forty one goals. That's a pretty darn big accomplishment. Yeah. So that would be a 50, 61 goal pace over an 82 game season, which is unreal. Um, so that was Austin Matthews season. So any other like current news stuff you want to talk about before we get into like the main chunk of this podcast episode? Rangers did actually fire the head coach now too. Oh yeah. We didn't did we go over talk all about the Rangers that. firings? No, we didn't yeah. because it's been like two weeks since we yeah. talked. What yeah. a dumpster fire that was yeah. for a little bit. I, yeah. Yeah, that was crazy, and it all started with the Tom Tom Wilson getting like executive. Look about that! Look at like, that! Look at that! We Tom didn't even talk about that either. Ball for an organization, not just Tom, on the ice. Since the last time we filmed an episode, Tom Wilson single-handedly dismantled the New York Rangers rebuild process. Their front no, office, yeah. In all seriousness, um, there was a. It all started with a Tom Wilson. It wasn't even a hit. It was like after whistle extra curriculars. It started yeah. on Buchnevich, which wasn't a good look, and then it ended with Panarin, which was even not bigger of a not good look. Mm-hmm. If you know what I'm trying to say, yeah. It, it was just not good. Uh, um, it, it's Tom Wilson, what he's usually does, yeah. but like on steroids, like it was. It was just it, bad. It got um, nasty. He didn't get suspended yeah. for it. Yeah, he didn't get suspended for it, which yeah. kind of really set everyone over the edge um but yeah it, it wasn't good and then we had some old school hockey how many fights were in that game in the first like minute was there like five I or mean, six they, in the first like minute they, and a half they literally had the same kind of fight the devils rangers did like rangers years ago. devils wannabe yeah, 2.0 it was a, it was a line brawl it was nothing cl- yeah. guys. <laughs> um, and it's just funny how much hockey has came over the past when was, when was that 2012 right yeah it was so 2012 from was 2012 to now which is 2021 that's nine years um 
it, it's kind of crazy how far hockey's come in terms of like fighting and tough guys and mm. because like watching those three guys like there was some tough guys in there i think garrett hathaway maybe was one of the guys scrapping he's, he's like a yeah. semi-tough guy but it's just like guys that don't really scrap or fight and like kevin rooney is out there throwing punches it, it's just funny how quickly the league's on from yeah. like there's gonna be tough guys here too yeah you know what we're going a different direction yeah whatever and, happens. and the fact is if tom wilson was a free agent there would be 31 teams trying to sign him yeah i so, saw that and i, I totally yeah. agree i mean even when that happened and people are probably gonna be like oh you're an idiot i, I still like it's like, the same n- thing with marshawn people don't I, like the like but at the end of the day if he were a free agent there'd be 31 teams trying to sign him yeah both marshan and wilson are very solid hockey players i do think marshan's a better hockey player but that's a different story he's really mm. damn good brad marshan yeah but um yeah i mean it, it's not like you're seeing people on twitter that are like calling for tom wilson to like die and like it, it's just crazy so what people are saying um yeah um, so the, the other thing is when he wasn't suspended, which, I mean, I think Chris and I will both agree he should have been suspended. Yeah, there should have been um, at least a game, especially yeah. since he's a repeat offender. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it was nearly as bad. People are like, oh, suspend him for the rest of the year. No, I don't yeah. think it was that bad. It might have been a bit over an interaction. He should have definitely been suspended. Yeah, he, I'm, I'm sure he wasn't feeling too hot, and he was probably banged up from that, but there wasn't a lot of season left. Um, so the Rangers, after realizing that he wasn't going to be suspended, just released a real blunt statement on their socials, basically calling out uh, George Peros, who's the head of the NHL safety, who dishes out suspensions. And it was, it was a ballsy the NHL, post. basically. Yeah, yeah it they was a ballsy post. Fired. Of course, they got fined for it and everything. Um, I mean, yeah. So that happened. Washington Capitals just kept on delivering L's to yeah. to the Rangers in the coming uh, coming days. Like Chris said, they let go of two David of the guys Quinn. in their front office. Oh, yeah. They let go of uh, John Davidson, and he's the president of hockey operations, and then um, their Gordon. general manager, Gorton. Yeah. Yeah, and then after the season, they fired David Quinn, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. and Chris Drury is now the – I. I think he's officially the general manager yeah, right now. Yeah, him general manager. Yeah, he's manager. not interim. He, he is officially general manager. And Glenn Sather is back to help him as, like, an assistant or something or, like, an advisor. So, yeah, moves didn't make sense. The Rangers did a lot better than people thought they were. Well, so yeah, they were, maybe they the had Rangers. A good second half of the season. Yeah, I wouldn't say the Rangers did a lot better than people thought they were going to because people were overhyping the Rangers to start with. Yeah. I think what realistic expectations should have been, they did a lot better than those. And I don't know. It just didn't make sense to clean house. I don't know if it's directly related to Tom Wilson. I think that's a little far-fetched, but it's it's a funny coincidence that it did happen so close to each other. But, um, yeah, that's your New York Rangers dumpster fire update. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the other thing that – was that was that what you brought up before, the Tom Wilson thing and the New York Rangers thing? Yeah. Is there anything else? Um, trying to think, trying to think, trying to think. That's it. No. I, think, I think we covered it, yeah. Okay. So, before we get into our predictions, I just basically want to talk about, and Chris, you could say your opinion on this. I know the NHL before the season had to be creative with their, uh, like, how they're going to have the season to try avoid COVID. Mm-hmm. And the whole Canadian division thing kind of complicated everything, like, a ton. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, I, I just – I'm a little bummed out how it ended up, like, turning out. I, I guess it had to be this way, like, in terms of how the division was structured, how the playoffs were structured. Mm-hmm. It, it had to be this way, right, you think? Or do you think yeah. there was a way around it? I think they uh, did the best with the, the, 
cards they were dealt. And yeah. um, keep in mind, we're we're not talking about like now with the situation where like because they started season are, one. Yeah, yeah, where vaccines are like readily available and like you know uh, we're letting people back in the stands. Yeah, you know the NHL basically had to prepare with the mindset of say our whole season is going to be like this there's say like they don't make a vaccine like you know whatever in time or something that's that's how they had to plan it so yeah it's a situation that we got and you know it's tricky um with canada but honestly i i think good for canada too because unlike other sports where you know canada i think correct me if i'm wrong james they had to come basically play here in the states because of canada's quarantine rules and stuff am i correct on that like in the nba and mlb and stuff yeah so toronto um raptors play down in tampa and uh the toronto blue jays are currently playing down in uh dude in florida or whatever and they're going to move back up to buffalo so yeah yeah in this scenario it it worked out great for canada because they could have their own division and to be honest i think a lot of canadian fans even though we call the division they loved it it because every canadian fan not like montreal canadian but like canadian hockey fans they'll, they'll all rag on each other and being able to have a division of just all Canadian hockey teams, I, I know they love that. So Yeah, and it um, brought them all together when people try to rip the division. All you see all the Canadian fans yeah, on Twitter like together. Leafs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It brought them all together, but which is cute. Yeah. But, um. <laughs> you got you got like Leafs fans being like, Hey, only we can pick on Vancouver. <laughs> Uh, so that's fun stuff over there but um, yeah I don't know like I said a little disappointed it, it was what it was and it kind of had to be that way but we should be back normal next season which will be great yeah um, alright let's quick get into off it season. very short off season quick off season with a lot going on yes, though a lot a jammed in going on because they're trying to get back to a normal schedule in October yeah yeah I think we talked about that or maybe we didn't but October is like the target date for the next season yeah. to begin not like the first week of October like in years past mm-hmm. but sometime in October is when they want to get the season going again, which yes. would be great. This will be like a very said, short, jam-packed off-season. It's a lot going on. So, mm-hmm. All right, let's get into it. East Division, the East whatever they called it division. Um, Boston versus Washington. Game one kicked off tonight. Washington won in overtime a Nick Dowd redirection. Jersey boy, right? Nick Dowd, Jersey boy, I'm pretty sure. I believe sure. so, yes. Um, so Washington took game one. I am going with Boston this series, though. Um, I just think the the Taylor Hall is feeling all nice and nice over there. I'm rooting for him. Uh, you know what? I, I'm rooting for Taylor Hall, but I'm not rooting for Boston. I'm picking Boston, even though I don't want Boston to win. Yeah, there you go. I am going but, with Capitals. So. Yeah. Um, I don't trust their goaltending situation. Mm-hmm. For those that don't know, Vidic Vanek got hurt tonight, got yanked in the first period. Mm-hmm. Ilya Samsonov just got activated off the COVID list, but he was not dressed tonight. Their backup was Craig Anderson, who's... He did who's, not look ready for overtime. I thought um, Washington hey, was going to lose done. game one because of that. Yeah, but, he, yeah, he got the job done. Um, I, I don't trust the Washington netminders. I think this new rejuvenated Boston with the Taylor Hall and Tuka Rask is always a problem for opposing teams so i'm i'm only in boston here but they didn't have um you know devil's advocate they didn't have the lock uh dress tonight i don't think i think they had some other dude as their backup because uh swayman's been struggling too much yeah well swayman's been a beast this year mm-hmm. um swayman and vladar i think their other goalie that they've been running not as much as swayman but they've yeah i'm, I'm gonna have to go with boston air goaltending mm-hmm. before tonight i had uh boston and six i'll stick to that i said boston and six so uh, I will say Caps in six as well. I'll say in okay. six. 
So we're going to move on to the Islanders Pirate, uh, Pirates, Pittsburgh. That's why I said Pirates. crossing sports, baby. Um, yeah, Islanders, Penguins. I Same got colors. Pittsburgh in this one. I do as well. I have Pittsburgh. Yep. I think, like you said, they played them strong this year. The Pittsburgh, I feel like the only concern for them was their defense and goalie, and their defense is figured out, and Casey DeSmith and Tristan Jari have also figured it out. The Islanders are not as strong as in years past. That whole rely on goaltenders defense thing mm-hmm. is kind of starting to fade a little bit, and it's hard to rely on your defense when you have guys like Sidney Crosby of Genny Malkin, who is healthy, right? Wasn't he out for a while? I believe so. I believe he's healthy now. Yeah, those guys with him around. So I got um, Pittsburgh in five. Yeah, I got Pittsburgh in six. I think um, I th- I'm, I'm factoring in the, the trade deadline and Lou bringing in Paul Mary and Zajac that that may help. Um, and Barry Trotz behind the bench, you know, that the man, the man is one of the best coaches in the league, if not, you know, the best. So can't really... It's, it's very hard to bet against Trot. So I, I would say this one, Pittsburgh, but I could see it being lengthy six or seven, six or seven games, but I'll go six games. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. So you have, uh, you have Washington and Pittsburgh. I have Boston and Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, let, let's go. Go ahead. Who do you have between those two? We'll, we'll do it this way. Caps, Pens. I'm yeah, going to go... I think I think I'm gonna go Penguins in this one. I think the okay. Penguins get get back in uh, back into the old ways of always ending the uh, Capitals playoff run. Unfortunately, so. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Boston over uh, Pittsburgh. Okay. So I'll have Boston as my lone representative out of the East. So we'll move to the Central now. Um, Nashville versus Carolina. Carolina actually won the uh, got the one seed in this this division. Yeah, this I'm, division was crazy this year. I'm going Carolina in this one. Yeah, Carolina on four. Yeah, we got sweep. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that should be a sweep. Saros has been nice though, so yes. I wouldn't be surprised if he took a game. And but still, I'm, I'm, still I'm a good decor down there in Nashville. But you know what? I'll go Carolina in five. I'll be nice. Yeah. Easy Saros steal the game. So uh, not much else to talk about. There. This is probably my. Uh, Second favorite series. I'm mm. going to be keeping my eye on Tampa, Florida. Should be a good yes. one. Florida blew every Battle type of, of expectation ever. And did you catch their last couple of games? Very feisty. Those no, games I, are very I didn't, feisty. I didn't catch them, unfortunately. But a lot of a lot of jaw, a lot, a lot of scuffles. Very feisty. Quenville's mm-hmm. got um, a good team going down there. So, talk about this now. Want to talk about it earlier, but this is kind of perfect place to talk about it. Nikita Kucherov is back after missing the whole season. He was placed on an LTIR. They took advantage of a dirty cap situation, and I mean, a lot of people are very mad about this on the Twitter sphere and social media. Yeah, it's whatever. Good for Tampa taking advantage of the system. I um, mean, at the same time. He had a very, very major injury that required surgery. Like, may not even get, like, a bunch of ice time just because he's dressing. I mean, they did the same thing with Stamkos last year. They dressed him for the finals, and he, he played, like, six Didn't, minutes. He scored a goal, goal and then played the rest of the game. Yeah. yeah, he played, like, one game, scored a goal, six minutes, and that's it. So, just to get uh, his name on the cup. Yeah, so... Uh... No, yeah, so he's back. They're going to be back. Both of them are going to be back. People get really uh, worked up about Don't be worked up about towards the Lightning. Be mad about the, uh, towards the NHL for letting uh, the rules be like this. I don't think they're doing anything wrong. I mean, it is what it is. People mm-hmm. got to get over it. <laughs> I mean, I'm jealous of them. I think the anger is based off jealousy that they don't have a Nikita Kucherov. They could just they could just uh, still like that and unleash them. Yeah, so. All right. 
we both got. Well, we both had Carolina. Who are you going here? Uh, between Tampa um, and Florida. Tampa, Florida. I gotta yeah. go with Tampa. Tampa's my my second favorite team. When, yeah, I'm, when I'm not cheering for the Devils, I'm cheering for Tampa. I'm gonna go Tampa, not because they're my second favorite team. I don't have a second favorite team. I don't play that game. But um, yeah, I'm gonna go Tampa just because uh, I feel like I know Chris Drieger's been great this year. I'm a Andres Vizelas, uh Jesus Vizelski. Um, yeah, I butchered that the first time. I, I knew it wasn't like that. I could actually say his name right. I don't know why it came out like that. But anyway, I'm going to go with the more sure netminder. And, of course, they got more firepower up front. Hell of a season, though, for um, for Florida. I, this is going to be a good series. I'm going to go Tampa in seven. Mm, yeah, yeah, I'm going to say Tampa in seven, too. Battle of okay. Sunshine State. I think it'll get nasty. Um, Hope so. I think this, th- this could be a series where you see that upset. I think Tampa is kind of being picked as the favorite, but I would not be surprised to see Florida pull it off as well. I think it'll yeah, be a great be a series. One. So we got Carolina and Tampa. That's a damn good series. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I want to do it so bad. Between uh, the pipes, you know James. Big, between you know the pipes, James. Of, yeah, I know. I, you know how big of a Hurricanes guy I am. They're like a big yep. analytic darling. They have been for a year. Go they ahead. got your you, boy you, Dougie, too. Yeah, they do. Um, he's going to be a free agent, by the way. Go ahead. You, I'm, I'm sure I know who you're going to pick, but go yeah, ahead. Talk I'm, I'm going to go Tampa, Tampa, and it's because of Vasilevsky. You know, uh, I've always been questionable about the Hurricanes goaltending. They have basically kind of, sh- you know, made me shut it this year. Um, but that being said, Vasilevsky, like, come on. That's, that's it. That's all you need to say. Vasilevsky. I am officially picking the Carolina Hurricanes. Ooh. I'm looking at their goalies right now. Mrazic, Reimer, Mrazic, and uh, rookie Alex Nedjik Djokovic. Um, he, he put up a 932 this year, save percentage, which is Ooh. unreal. Mrazic went healthy, 923. Um, Reimer had himself a pretty good season, too, 906. They. They, uh, they're gonna do it. Ride the hot goaltending hand. They'll figure it out. Do you think this go, is the year for them, James? Canes. Do you go think canes. this is their year? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. It's Colorado exists. Ah, uh, true. We we haven't gotten yeah, to the West so. Coast yet. Hey, you know what? This is their year uh, year in the East. I think. Uh, okay. Well, you know what? It's not it's not structured like that. So I'm gonna have Carolina coming out. We'll, we'll revisit this. Yeah, I got Carolina coming out. Um, okay, we're moving on to the north now. Who's still playing, by the way? Yeah. Um, definition of meaningless games now. That well, yes. technically Vancouver's still playing. Meaningless for Devils fans, anyway. I mean, if anything, um, it, what it does it even affect Edmonton seeding at all? It, or is that no, pretty much already locked in? No, the seedings are locked in. The only thing that affects is Vancouver Canucks um, draft lottery. Position. Okay. Draft lottery position. Yeah. Uh, and possibly the Calgary Flames or Ottawa Centers. Their draft position. I still don't know how many games are left for each team, but anyway, uh, we got Montreal, Toronto first off, and Toronto. Fan, this this is like a Canadian fans' dream slash. Oh yes, this is like nightmare old school rivalry. Yep. Yeah. So this is a bad thing for Toronto. Like, I, if I'm Toronto, I want to see Winnipeg or Edmonton. I did not want to see Montreal. Montreal is like, yeah. I, I, you know, I'm a big Montreal before yeah. the season started. Um, I, they're just a good hockey team. They put up solid numbers. Their their goaltending situation got a little sticky. Um, mm-hmm. Terry Price has been out. Jake Allen might be hurt still. 
Um, a little sticky there. I'm, I'm still going to go Toronto. And Toronto, I actually had in the cup before the season started. That's yeah. my, my cup matchup was Colorado and Toronto before the season started. Yeah, I do remember that. Um, um, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna go Toronto here. This is gonna be a good series, though. This it, it is, is yeah. the one that I'm circling. I have this the my favorite series to watch. The second being Tampa, and the third being the Vegas series. We'll talk about in a bit. But I got yeah. Toronto. Yeah, I'm going Toronto as well. Um, I, I expect this to uh, definitely be a very emotional series as well because this is basically one of the oldest rivalries in in the league. Um, you're talking two original six teams. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm going Toronto all the way. I think this is the best roster they've had in, it is. in, in like years, including their multiple runs. Yes, the goaltending can be a little bit of a question mark with them, but I Big think they'll survive uh, the series. So Jack Campbell, uh, I know Frederick Anderson just got back and he struggled in his first game back. They got Jack Campbell. Who's the third guy they got back there? Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head. Jack Campbell's had himself a hell of a year, though. Mm-hmm. Who knows if that keeps up in the playoffs? Um, I'm, I'm looking up right now. Uh, David Ray to Trumer, the trade oh, friend. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, they stopped yeah, up he at the only, deadline. He only played three games, though. Um, yeah, it, it's going to be a Jack Campbell-Frederick Anderson show, I'm pretty sure. In Which the credit, credit to Kyle Dubas because he managed the cap, like, probably the best he could to improve his team which I thought was going to be like near impossible during the off season. I didn't know how he was going to address all the issues he had with the minimal cap space, but he did a good job. So, do you know what's hilarious is um was pretty funny mm-hmm. is someone on nhl.com picked Wayne Simmons to win the Conn Smythe. I mean, hey, it, 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 it can happen. I mean, I think sure. I, I think Claude Lemieux might have won it one year with us, and it's it, it, he just turned it on in the playoffs. Like that's what Lemieux, Claude Lemieux did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure, you know, same but kind anyway. of scrappy guy. Yeah. All right, moving Winnipeg, Edmonton. This series is probably in most people's mind like one of the more one-sided. I'm not going to see it that way. I'm still going to lean Oilers, but I think this series is going to be a lot closer than people may think. The yeah. Oilers question in that. Winnipeg don't have too much question in that. Um, yeah, I'll go Oilers. As long as Hellebuck stays strong. He did have a, a period this season where you know kind of yeah, dipped a little bit. Just but... Yeah, I think that has a lot to do with just the offenses in this division, but mm-hmm. I, you're technically still playing the Edmonton Oilers offense, which is yeah. the most potent in the NHL right now. So yeah, I'm going to go still, Edmonton still. If you're Winnipeg, you still have of Vezina candidate goaltender in, in between the pipes, you know, capable of being that level. Um, but I agree with you. I'm going to go Edmonton as well. I think, you know, McDavid just keeps going. Same with Dreisaitl. I, I think they take this, but it'll it'll be a, a close series. It won't be like a cakewalk or anything like that. Yeah, I got Edmonton as well. So Edmonton versus Toronto. I got Toronto. I got Toronto as well. Pretty handedly too, I think. Yeah. Who knows, though, but I, I got Toronto. So right now I have Boston, Carolina, and Toronto. You have Pittsburgh, um, Tampa, and Toronto. Yes. You're three. All right, so we got Colorado, St. Louis. Um, I think this is by far the most one-sided series out of them all. Um, I got Colorado. I think it's going to be close to a cakewalk. Yeah. I, I think it'll be uh, Colorado as Bad well. Bad year for the Blues. I know they squeezed in, but it's not hard to squeeze in when you're playing the Yotes and the yeah. like those type of characters. But, yeah, it was just not a good year for them. Um, still made the playoffs. Yeah. Kudos to them. I got Colorado, though, pretty easily. They got Tarasenko back late in the season. Yes, the Blues have the playoff experience, so maybe that factors in, pushes it to, like, a game, you know, six or so, but I'm still taking the abs. So. 
Um, next up is my third favorite series of all the series in round one, Minnesota versus Vegas. Mm-hmm. Minnesota had themselves a hell of a year. Absolutely. Unfortunately, they run into Vegas. This like t- top two teams in the West are just so stacked. I'm going to still go Vegas, but this series is going to be really, really solid one. Absolutely, yeah. I, I'm going to go Vegas as well. It should be good. Um, nobody, I don't think anybody really expected Minnesota to perform the way they did this year. Good job by Bill Guerin. Uh, out there, general manager Kaprizov, you know, their rookie coming over from Russia. Um, I, I think playoff experience will be a huge factor. Um, I don't think it'll be like a sweep or anything like that, but you, you might see it end in like five or six. Yeah, so uh, yeah, this should be a one. Um, all right, Colorado versus Vegas. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna that's go Colorado. Everyone wants that list. Yeah, it's a shame that's going to be a second, uh, round. second round yeah. game, but um, yeah, I got Colorado. I'm making sure I'm confident in my decision. Yeah, I'm going to go Colorado, too. Okay, so I'm trying to figure this out real quick. All right, so my semifinal games would be Colorado versus Boston and Toronto versus Carolina. That's what my final four would be. You're, so who do you have in your final four again? You have Pittsburgh. Yeah. Toronto. Colorado and Tampa. Yeah. So you have Colorado versus Tampa and Pittsburgh versus Toronto in your final four. So let me hear who do you have coming out of Toronto versus Pittsburgh and Colorado versus um, Tampa. I'm going to go Toronto over Pittsburgh. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with it. It yeah, might be I would an upset, but I'm going to go with it. I was picking it. between those two. Mm-hmm. I, I'd pick between, if I was picking between those two, I'd go with the same. It's hard to bet against Crosby in the playoffs, but I'm going to do it. So, um, All right, so you got – I'm assuming you're going to pick Colorado over Tampa. That's a good series. Who you got there? It is a good series. Thinking real quick of rosters, blue lines, stuff like that. Yeah, I'm going to go Colorado. Okay, so you got a Colorado-Toronto final. That's what I picked before the season started. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, I got uh, – I got Colorado over Boston of mine, mm-hmm. and it's Toronto versus Carolina. Do the Canes come out of the East? Nah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with my preseason predictions. I got Colorado, Toronto. I got Colorado over Toronto. Um, Colorado taking on the Cup. That'd be that's funny how my predictions stayed the same from preseason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I gotta go. I'd love to see Canes do it just because it's been all these years, that, or not all these years, past couple years. They started to really put up good numbers. Um, goaltending has allegedly held them back, which I do agree with in some capacity. They're getting really good goaltending this year. They got the one of the best defensive groups on paper. They got forwards that could get the job done. I'm rooting for Carolina, but I think Toronto's going to get her done. All right, yeah. We'll, we'll lock that in, see how it goes. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that, that's where we are. That's our predictions. Um, oh, no. Anything else in terms of playoff things you're going to be watching? Anything like that? I'm I'm ready to see who's going to make a run here. Who who's the team that's going to come out of nowhere? Because there's always a team that like goes Dallas on a run out of nowhere. Year. Yeah, there's always a team. St. Louis the year they did it too. You know, I mean they didn't necessarily come out of nowhere, but they were like in last place around the Christmas break that year, and uh, they played really well the second half. But you you called it that year too. I'm pretty sure St. Louis was the team you picked coming in because they were so hot. You know, uh, for that playoff when run was that? when they won the cup. 
The Blues, was it? Yeah. It was the Blues or the Caps? I forget. One no, of them I nailed. It was the Blues because they were in last place at the Christmas break and then they played gonna, so I'm hot the second half of the season. You called yeah. the Blues that year. Um, the Caps was just a surprise, but I was happy for them finally to get a cup with Obi. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, good stuff. Yeah, there's always one of those sleeper teams each year that makes the noise that come out of nowhere. I think Carolina could be that team this year. I was going to oh, well, say, what team well, are you going to pick to be that noise? sleeper dark horse? They're, are they really sleeper? Sleeper team when they finish with the second most points in the NHL. I don't think so. No. Um, I don't know. I, this year's weird. I don't know. I, I think Carolina is going to be. I feel like they're being very underrated by people. They, people, if you told Carolina uh, people that Carolina finished second best in the whole NHL point wise, they'd be like, mm. ah, no way. I think they. I think they're going to be the team to watch though. I'm going to say um, Dark Horse. Minnesota. Minnesota. Wait, really? <laughs> yes. Yep. I'm going to say Minnesota. That's Minnesota the dark horse. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick with Carolina as my dark horse, but not real dark horse because they're <laughs> actually really good. Um, all right. So that's basically that for this episode. Like I said, um, ho- hopefully this drops to you guys by Monday. You guys can listen up here to this episode. Next week will be our full-on Devil season recap. We'll talk. We'll go through each player. We, we, we could do that next episode. We'll give like each player a grade, kind of like what I'm doing with my article series. Um, just kind of talk about what impressed us, what didn't impress us, all, all that type of stuff. We'll talk about next week's episodes. Ne- next week episode. Um, Coming this week, like I said, being an episode, as a reminder, we got part two of my series, giving individual devils defense and grades and rankings. Uh, we have Jacob's article dropping part one and two. I think it's nine. The nine players are Devils rookies or first-year players, like I think including Michael McLeod, Dash, and those guys. Mm. Basically ranked them on their play this year. So we got those articles coming this week. Stay tuned to the pages. A lot of stuff coming for you guys. Sorry I missed you last week, but we're back. Um, busy lives over here, but mm. anyway. Yeah. Um, all right. Anything else, Chris, before we take her, take her on away? Uh Let's go Devils, baby, even though the yes, season's sir. over. Uh, yes, sir, always. We still got a lot to pay attention to this offseason. Fitzgerald is going to be a very busy man. Yep. Um, like Chris said, let's go Devils. And by the way, before we end this, we just want to thank all you guys that listen. And I know some of you all that don't listen, but also stay tuned to the pages. Thanks, everyone, our following, our big following on Twitter, Facebook, everyone for keeping tabs with us. You all are the reason for what we do. So thanks, everybody, and we will talk to you guys next week. Stay safe out there. Peace.